People love him already. He's got the uh, Rhode Island twang. The long pass to Moore and a pin block from Martin. Tune in to Cam's corner. He's going to make it here. Draws the foul for another Rhode Island in one. I can't say podcast. It's good off the backboard and in. On a break. We are back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner. Today, joining me, familiar faces. You guys have seen them all over the map on Cam's Corner. Nick and Tom Camella of Stonehill Football. We've had them on before, like, about like two years ago yeah, now. It's so been it's been yeah, a minute. A but that was going into our sophomore year. So your guys' collegiate sophomore years. Um, before we start and recap a little bit of things, like this summer now, going into your senior years, you guys started up your own training sessions, giving back to the youth of the, the kids in Rhode Island. So kind of like for both of you guys, like the inspiration behind that, why'd you start that up and, you know, how it went now that school is going to be starting up soon? Yeah, um, we had we had a lot of unique experiences through our high school and collegiate careers, careers so far. So I felt like we could re- relate to a lot of these kids nowadays um, going through different you know, variables of their situations. And I feel like we have a lot to give back to the, the community in a football way. So we wanted to help the younger kids. Um, go to college and potentially start a career kind of like ours in college. So yeah, I always say like I wish I knew what I knew what I know now back in high school. So to try to be that person for someone else, um, regardless of just like training people, but like the mentality behind it, and you know just um, just giving more explanation to things that I wish I knew back then. That was kind of some of the inspiration behind it. Was it mostly like uh, kids from your old school at Hendrickin, or was it kind of any kid that reached out to you guys through social media? It was just kind of anybody? I mean, yeah. I mean, we would train anyone pretty much any ages, but it happened to be more more guys from Hendrickin because we were obviously a familiar face there. They they saw us while we were there and stuff, so most of the kids were from Hendrickin. And what was it like speaking there, too, because you guys had the opportunity from your old coach to to speak to Hendrickin's current roster. Um, For those that don't know, Bishop Hendrickin in Warwick, Rhode Island, Nick and Tom were there. Uh, for their four years in high school. Um, but, again, giving back to them, being able to speak to them and, and kind of give, like, words of wisdom in a way. Um, you know, what was that like for you guys now that you guys are entering your last year in college? It was pretty cool because, like, when we were there, we had guys like Quiddy and Xavier yeah. Truss, I mean, who we played with. But we had some really great guys come talk to us that were at, you know, high levels that we thought, you know, obviously we're not at Quiddy's level or anything, yeah. but, you know, still at the next level, um, being able to, you know, share experiences and share wisdom i don't know how much wisdom we have but yeah. um just share different experiences and lessons and stuff was pretty cool yeah, yeah i know i always wish i listened to these guys that were at that next level a little bit more carefully when they came and talked to us so hopefully they listen to us and stuff because you know once you go through an experience it definitely you learn a lot from going through any experience in life especially when it comes to football right and there's been a ton of athletes that came out of Hendrickson, not only just like football but basketball yeah, baseball a lot of sport. athletes that are that are excelling and in the professional world now, so you know that's I'm sure you guys were honored to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Hendrickson and, is crazy because it's super humbling because you think like you're doing so well in your sport, but yeah. then you're in math class with like a guy who's like the best swimmer <laughs> in the entire state, yeah. and you're like, all right. And the next time right, is like the best, legit. one of the best pitchers in the whole region. And yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. maybe I'm not as good in my sport as I yeah. really thought. Being mm-hmm. surrounded with people that are like super talented in like their own sport, it kind of just humbles you and kind of opens your eyes to different sports and perspectives and stuff. That's right. right. It's so cool. It's tough, too, because, you know, everyone takes a different career path. Like, it might not take yeah. you as long to get somewhere as it does for somebody else, you know, but everyone's always on their grind. And, um, again, Hendrickin has, has produced a ton of talented athletes, including you guys. So, um, recapping from the last episode, like I said, almost almost two years ago, which is crazy. crazy yeah, Once, that was, like, kind of when the podcast, like, started up. Yeah, one of the first, right? Yeah, I think it was, like, the fifth episode. 
Um, again, you guys have helped a tremendous amount, like of of helping me brand uh, Cam's Corner and stuff like that. So it's grown tremendously it has, since then too. So, um, but just kind of recapping that, I mean. That was uh, freshman year, summer, going into sophomore year. So we never really got to talk about sophomore year and this past year, junior year. So, um, again, freshman year, you guys didn't have a season because of COVID and all that. We went through that. But um, kind of for both of you guys, I guess we'll start with Tom, your welcome to college moment. You know, that, that first moment where, you know, you either get into the field, get into the training facility, and you're like, all right, this is the big leagues now. This is this is like one of my favorite questions I ask yeah. any kind of athlete. So yeah. I never get to ask you guys that because yeah. you didn't have that didn't experience really have yet. yet. Yeah. So, Tom, just kind of start off with that. Um, I kind of have a funny story that I always think about. Um, so we didn't have a season, but we still had a spring ball. So yep. it was kind of, you know, it was pretty high intensity because we didn't have a season. So the spring ball was basically our season. Um, and we had some guys out with COVID. So, you know, I was one of the only receivers at the time that was practicing. So... I got all the reps and everything, so against, like, the first team and everything, I'm all pumped up. Um, I go, like, you know, we're just in the uppers, so it's, like, two-hand touch or whatever, and uh, I have, like, a like a 20-yard catch over the middle. Um, I catch it, and I kind of get, like, st- like stuck. Like, the kid, like, mm-hmm. tackles me, which no one was really tackling anyone. Starting safety, who ended up being a captain, child mace, uh, love him. <laughs> um, but he tackled me, and, you know, I, I just had a big play, and I was kind of pissed off, and, you know, I kind of, like, talking to him, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of, like, threw the ball at him a little bit, you know, like, I just made a big play, you know, showing him that I'm, like, here and stuff, and uh, next play comes around, and we run, like, an outside zone to, like, the left, and I'm in the slot, so I got to block, like, whoever's, like, coming to make the play, and I'm looking, the guy I saw to block, like, blitz, so I couldn't block him, and then uh, out of nowhere, Mace comes, and he lays me out, <laughs> oh, he lays me out so bad, he gives me a good one, and uh, <laughs> so I got up, and I was like, damn, like, ah. Uh, I better keep my mouth shut for a little while, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of do my thing. So kind of like a welcome to college moment to kind of like, you know, kind of respect, like, like uh, you know, a little bit yeah, of karma. a little bit of karma, but, you know, um, definitely like welcome to the big leagues type of play. Mm. And then, Nick, you got to get in uh, a few reps in, in your first year or second year at the collegiate level. Um, yeah. Just kind of like, you know, your expectations throughout like practices and stuff like that, like building up to that moment. Um, in your first game, if the, if that was like your welcome to college moment, or if there was something before that, like uh, that kind of like the same question um, to Tom, like your yeah. welcome to I guess my welcome to college moment would be I think it was I would say it was halfway through the season of my sophomore year. We were facing New Haven, who was one of the best teams in our it was mm. the best team in our division, in Division right. Two. Um, so we were watching, we were scouting them, and we were watching. Um, at the time, we were watching special teams, and I was like, I was trying, I was counting through which guys I was like, I'm gonna have to block, and I I looked at the guy I have to block, and I and then I checked the roster again. It's like 6'6", 270 pound, 6'6", <laughs> 270 pound tight end. And I'm like, I look, and then we start watching the rest of their film, and we go through, they're like, yeah, this tight end, number 86, he's their best player. He's out there, he's leading their team in receptions right now. I'm like, why is this guy in kickoff? And I have to block him. And to mind you, the, I have to be the first guy, I basically run 10 yards back, sit there, and wait for him to run at me while I'm staying, staying there, and I have to block him. like, this is going to be a long game. And we get in that game, and I'm like, hopefully this guy doesn't run full speed. But when he, when we get there, oh, he's running full speed. Yeah. He's running right at me trying to take my head off. I'm sitting there, and and I had to block him six or seven times that game. And a couple of times, you know, he just threw me right out of the way. I held my own for a couple of them. But, man, I was I was like, I'm going to have to block guys like this throughout my whole college career. I was like, this mm-hmm. is going to be a tough one. So Was that your first game? Uh, no, that was not my first game. That was about halfway through the season. Um, my first game, actually, that's another interesting story. So it was week three, week one and two. Week one we were home, but week two was away, and I didn't even make the travel squad that game. So um, week three, I wasn't obviously expecting to play. I was the number two on all the special teams, and um, 
So I so the, in probably the third quarter, our one of the guys goes down on a kick return. Uh, he goes down on, on a, as a corner, mm-hmm. but he's also on kick return. And I didn't even put the two and two together. But right before kick return goes on, coach turns to me and goes, "Nick, you're going in." Um, one of our guys got hurt, so I was like, I didn't expect this at all, and I didn't even get a warning at all. Yeah. I just nick your in type of thing. So I go in there. Uh, I did pretty well. I, I was a little nervous, but I, I did mm. well, and I was I played the rest of the game on kick return. And uh, the next week, coaches liked what they saw what I, my effort that I gave that week, and they they put they left me on the starter for that kick return spot. And then throughout the season, I I did really well there, and they put me on other spots on special teams. And by the end of the season, I was pretty much on all the special teams. So um, that's another, I guess, word to advice for other other uh, college athletes or just even high school athletes is if you find a way to get on the field, give it you know 110 percent and make yeah. the most of it because then they will find a spot for you eventually on the field and it just it's always worked out in your favor. Yeah. So, so that expectation, you you really didn't have any expectations. I didn't have. It. I was I was like I'm not playing. I'm like yeah. I'm. It's something crazy would have to happen, but that's mm-hmm. always how it is. It's something unique is going to happen to where you end up getting your shot. So you got to like like everyone says, as cringy as it is. When you get your moment, you gotta make you gotta make the best of it. Yeah, because like you said, the coaches pick up on that, players pick up yeah. on that. Like you get respected for it as well, and yeah. it goes a long way. That's in anything you do, not just playing, you know, a sport, but um, any opportunity you get that you get to excel, just take it in stride, like you did, and um, like you did as well. I mean that that it took you a little bit longer, like we were talking about in the beginning. Like not everyone's paths, you know, are synchronized. Like yeah. you got to take a little bit longer than others, and kind of like the mindset throughout that year, because you didn't get you were obviously sidelined for the whole season, and um, you know what was one? What was, what was practice kind of like? You know your first year or your first real like year at the college level, Division Two. Mm-hmm. Um, this right now you're at a receiver, right? Because now we'll so talk I'm about a running back now. But at that, you know I, what I'm saying? Like oh, at that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. at that point in time, you were a receiver. We'll talk about how that you know position change occurred. But at that point in time, like what was your mindset like throughout that season? Yeah. So um, obviously, like training camp like uh is like the biggest spot to try to solidify your spot in the depth chart and everything and you know I was you know working trying to do my thing and then uh had a little hamstring injury that kind of bothered me and that's kind of sidelined me for like the rest of camp um so I kind of got you know you get lost in the shuffle a little bit you know you're trying to fight back from injury and then you're trying to get on the field so um you know just fighting that um it happens to everyone everyone gets hurt you can't you can't always you know plan for it and expect it but then, you know, after that season, uh, I was kind of trying to figure out, like, where my spot would be on the team, how I could contribute, and um, our running back had just graduated, and, you know, um, we had a lot of receivers in our class uh, and a lot of ones that we recruited that were really good. So, you know, I, I went up to the coach, and I said, you know, I, I think I want to change my position. I want to go to running back. Um, I think, you know, I, I want to contribute, and this is how I see myself contributing they to were the on team. Board. Yeah, and they were on board with it. You know, they, they thought it was a good idea. Um and then from there, I kind of just, you know, how to learn the playbook again from the running back perspective. Um, and then, you know, took what I learned from the receiver game and then, mm-hmm. you know, applied that because I still catch the ball out of the backfield and everything. Um, you know, I think it made me a better running back for it. So, you know, everyone's path is different, but I actually wouldn't change mine. I actually enjoyed playing receiver and then making the switch because I think it made me a better running back, to be honest. What was the toughest part of that transition? Um, you know, you got to learn the playbook again from like a running back perspective. You know the plays, but now you now you need to know pass protection. You need to you know know the run plays, which I didn't really need to know all that much as a receiver. I just needed to know like pass concepts and some of the blocking. Um, but yeah, it's like learning the playbook again when you thought you already knew it because you're you're a sophomore going into junior year. So 
um, just getting more comfortable at a new position, which is always a challenge, even if I've played it before, which I have. <laughs> yeah, so you weren't, I mean, like you said, you weren't running back that sophomore year, you know, a lot of complications, but um, a lot of a lot of stuff happened in the offseason. You guys jumped from D2 to D1. Yeah. Um, Correct me, get the SEC, right? NEC. NEC, okay. I wish it was the SEC. There's a lot more televised games than that. Yeah, yeah, But, um, so you guys play games, you guys play, like, uh, schools like, what, like Marquette? Uh, no. Like, I mean, not Marquette, I'm sorry, Mer- Merrimack. Merrimack, Central yeah, Connecticut, yeah. Uh, Long Island Sacred University, Heart, Sacred Heart. St. Francis. Mm. Yep. So, I mean, just knowing that you guys are going to be a Division One school, um, that offseason kind of, you know, again, like, that mindset, like, what what is that like? What is going through your head and, and um... Is there any different preparation going into that year, you know, like stuff like that? Because it's a big jump, you know, it's yeah. a big jump. And um, not that this season didn't mean anything, but you guys weren't eligible to participate in playoffs, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously we'll get into that too. But, again, like expectations for that year starting off. Yeah, so I, I think what really changes, in our opinion, was the level of competition definitely took a big jump up. And obviously we're going to have to work that much harder to to be a better team at that point. So for every individual and as a team – we have to work that much harder. But, again, I don't think too much of it necessarily changes. We still have the same goal to be the best team in the conference no matter what teams we play. So I don't think too much of it really changes at that level. For me, personally, is what I, from what I saw. Yeah, you. it's kind of like outside and like noise. You, just, you kind of want to focus on like yourself, like the team and everything. And it's like regardless of who we're playing, you got to trust that you're like in your preparation and your work that like no matter who the hell like roll out there, you know, we're going to beat them kind of thing, you know. Mm. But there was like nothing in your eyes that you saw different as far as preparation. Um it's kind of like the same, you know, our preparation was, you know, kind of similar. I mean, if it was going to work then, it should work now, you know, like you shouldn't have to change what you do because you think you're going to go against, you know, better competition, you know. You should trust like trusting the process, you know. Mm. Trusting your process how like, your coach is going to prepare you how you should prepare yourself kind of thing. Yeah, and that prior year, you were able to play, you know, in a couple games. And um, with you being sidelined now with, you know, the position change, what's your expectations now? Like, going into uh, now as, as a, a D1 team, you know, uh, not again, not really knowing when your first play is going to be, but yeah. just that, that preparation mentally and that preparation physically to be ready whenever your number's called. Yeah, so you just go into camp with the mindset of, you know, I, like, I want to play, I got to play, I got to force them to play me, I just got to, like, stand out so much, um, and, you know, just like my brother, like, special teams was, like, the first opportunity I got to do that, so our second game, I believe, so, uh, but it was my first game playing, um, I'm in on punt block, so I'm, like, the rusher, but I'm, like, right over the center, um, and some teams block it up, like, uh, the center doesn't block you, but they have two guys that are kind of waiting there right in front of the punter, um, and they're they're going to block you, and it's, you know, usually hard to get by them. Um, but for what it was, so the first time, first play, you know, whatever, they block me normal, whatever. Um, then uh, he has a huge play, like the next drive um, on kickoff, and yeah. where he, you know, lays someone out, and, we, and there's a fumble, and we end up scoring a touchdown. Mm. Um so I was like, I was super pumped up for him. Like I was, go, I was going nuts. I was going nuts on the sideline, and uh, I, I had one, I got him in one play. Um, this is the first quarter. We're up like fourteen nothing or twenty one after that. After that yeah, um, then the next drive they go uh, three and out, and then I'm going up for the the second punt punt block, and uh, the the guys that were supposed to block me, they, I don't even, I don't know if I made a miss or they just didn't block me for whatever reason, but I end up going. I go block the punt. I'm pretty sure my eyes were closed. Like I just like I never blocked the punt. <laughs> just before. put his hands up. Yeah, I put my hands best. up. Hope for the best. Um, 
you know, my, like, and then the, I just, I remember, like, the ball kind of hitting my hand, and then it just, like, it kind of bounced perfectly right into the end zone because they were backed up, um, and then I recovered for a touchdown. So, like, my second ever play, like, is a touchdown on yeah, like, a special team, which is like a team. Like, like, play that like you would never really it doesn't really happen yeah, much and, at all. So and uh, he was also on that special yeah. team. So you know, after I scored the touchdown, he was, was one like, of the I was like the people, first guy there. Yeah, which <laughs> you know, is funny or whatever. But pretty surreal moment. You know, you never ex- you expect, expect your first touchdown. You know, as a running back, you don't expect your first touchdown to be on uh, special teams. But took advantage of my opportunity, which really opened the door for me to play more on special teams. Um, but also on offense, too. Yeah, you don't expect that. And you don't expect your brother to be there. The first person you see. Yeah, in the end zone. I know. Yeah, right? That's pretty cool. Both yeah. pretty ironic. He's, He's pretty, pretty pumped up, too. What's the, like, adrenaline? Like you said, you, you had your eyes closed. Like you just yeah, you didn't expect yeah. to block to, to block anything. I mean, like, you, you kinda, like, you're kind of in shock, to yeah. be honest. It's, like, such a surreal feeling. Like, I remember just, like, jumping up, like, going nuts, like... Like act like you've been there before, yeah. but I hadn't been. There even even, <laughs> even for me while. on that big, that big play that I had, like just the drive earlier. Yeah, it happens like this. Like I, it feels like I just blacked out for a second. Yeah. Like I hit the kid, and then the next thing you know, like the ball's in the air, and like I, I go with my eyes, and he's in the end zone. I'm like, what just happened? But it's like mm. then you you get really excited. Obviously, like oh, something something good really happened. But it just happens in the blink of an eye, and you have so much yeah. adrenaline going through you that it doesn't even it takes you a minute to comprehend what just happens. But it's that's one of the best feelings in football when something crazy like that happens. Yeah. Do those feelings kind of like occur to you guys a lot like throughout like a lot, any kind of game like whenever you have like your time to shine you're like all right this is like i'm in the game i gotta like you said make the most out of every opportunity is that feeling obviously it's not as hyped up like that but does that kind of carry with you you know to kind of keep that you know motivation and, and um you know just drive to keep to keep those plays coming you know what i mean stuff like that yeah i mean you're kind of like in the zone so you're kind of like just like focus yeah, on what right. you have to do when you have to do it and then when something kind of unique like that happens, it kind of surprises you a little bit. But at the same time, if you're kind of doing everything you're supposed to every play, those those big plays are bound to happen. So when they do, I guess you're not too surprised. But at the same time, it's something you want to enjoy when mm-hmm. they do happen. And those games, like uh, the ones that I wasn't able to go to, I, I'm, I worked for um, for Rhode Island football, like on their sideline doing like a lot of their reporting and stuff. And I would have one earbud in, and I would be listening to your guys' game. I think it was – did you guys score, like, 70-something points? That yeah, that was that, 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 that was that game. Yeah. That was the game. Yeah. That was the one I – I had a couple of games in my ear, and, like, the announcers are going, like, you know, obviously going crazy. Like, yeah. It's, you don't see that every day. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and then your guys' number, numbers were called, and um, your buddy Chris he took a lot of pictures. Like, those those moments, like, those, those will yeah. live on forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Those, those pictures and those calls. And prove it to our kids someday. Like, no, no, we actually yep, – we, we That was us. Yeah. Football, yeah. Like, score touchdown. <laughs> That's awesome. But – so that was against a Division two school. Yeah. Your first Division one game against a Division one school. It was the next very next, next week. Next week. So yep. just run me through that. Like, your so, preparation uh, and everything. Like I said before, you don't really know who – like, how much better the competition is going to be, but you kind of just prepare the same and – you know, trust in your preparation. Your coach is going to put you in the right position. Um, so, you know, you get out there, and, like, I think that was the most people we've ever had at, you know, at a home game. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a Division One game. Ever, it was yeah. a huge moment. Who was it against? Uh, Duquesne. Mm-hmm. Was it Dukes? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were there. It was kind of raining. It was kind of, like, kind of crazy because there were so many people there. It was, like, a huge moment for our school because, you know, everyone had moved up to D1, and and this was one of the first Division One games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just rolled in and kind of just – played our game you know we didn't you know think about like all the extra like who are they like are they th- this good or not yeah. and you know we ended up making some big plays, some big plays um yeah. as a team and had a big pick at the end um and uh we won and it was yeah. you know surreal like at you know 
going to your first Division One game and then coming out with a win, That's it was huge. It was yeah. awesome. And they were one of the best teams the year before. Yeah. But, I mean, again, I, I would say you still are a little, like, anxious. You hear yeah. all that outside noise. Like, are they going to be able to play Division One? It's a lot better competition, obviously. Are they going to be able to hang with these teams? But so you are obviously very anxious and nervous about how the game's gonna go. But once you get in there, again, it's football, so you just play like how you always play, and ended up going our way that day. So did you feel like your role changed at all? Like uh, as far as like on the defensive end, like did, or in, I know I know you played special teams as well, but do you feel like you, your role kind of, um, I guess, more of like a purpose, or like you felt like you you were getting the reps that you deserve? Um, well, that was only the next the next week, so that was week three, I think. So. I mean, not much has changed from the, the next. I meant week. from like, sorry, I meant from like last year, oh. sophomore year, now to this uh, your junior year. Yeah, overall. I mean, obviously, I was on, in on a lot more special teams, kind of like leading those units specifically, um, getting in a, the week before I got in on defense a couple times, made a couple nice tackles, mm-hmm. and then at that point, you're you know you're hoping that you can get in that defensive rotation and play a little bit more. But I definitely felt, you know, I was re- I was ready to play and felt I knew the playbook well and I, I felt physically I, I could hang with these guys for sure. Yeah, and you too, Tom. Like the overall season, just. Um, obviously having like a very successful season for yourself um, as the backup back and um, just again like just that overall uh, season outlook like how you felt like it went and um, maybe like a memorable moment where you're like all right you know like thinking ahead for the future like you know I'm gonna be in this spot next year and maybe even a better spot as well so just kind of like that overlook of last year yeah you know as a team first off like um, there's no moral victories our coach says it all the time but like you know, we, we lost a couple one-score games that we thought that, you know, a couple plays that we execute a little better here and there, you know, we're up there towards the top of the conference. So um, every game, just about every game we played in was super close. Yeah. So, um, you know, we played really well as a team, you know, for the whole year. Um, but personally, you know, uh, you never really know what to expect. And, you know, an injury goes down and, you know, I had to kind of step up. Uh, it was about the fourth game of the season. And uh, my the second play I was in in the game, I, I – caught uh like a 60 yard touchdown you know brought it to the house and it was just it was my second play so I wasn't really in the rhythm of the game yet and I hadn't had too many you know carries up until that point of the season and um you know then I got into it then I was like all right I belong here you know you um like I just you know you stop questioning everything you're like finally like the hard work is starting to pay off and then you don't have to think you can kind of just play football which you know we've been doing our whole life so at that point it's just having fun which is the best part yeah, and is there anything else that you guys think of when you think of your junior season? Um, obviously, we talked a lot about you know big games, the switches from D two to D one, but like anything you think of when you think of last season. You know, obviously now there's a lot of things going through your head uh, as far as preparation for your potential last season. But when you when you think of junior year, like what else kind of sticks out to you? Um, I, I definitely think like the, the just the new the, the new like sense of being a Division one football team yeah. and just kind of the change that there is still a change. You're playing different opponents that you've never played before. Yeah. Um, different weeks, there's different rules, there's different paperwork. So it's just a bunch of just new stuff that you're kind of getting adjusted to. So I mean, couple that with all the you know playing football is still it's changing every day, and the playbooks and the plays are always changing. So, um, but I, I would say that. But again, it's it's football we've been doing our whole life, so things are it's still football at the end of the day. Yeah, like my expectations going into the season, you know, compared to how it went was pretty drastic difference. You know, you always think like, all right, you know, like I'm supposed to be here, I'm supposed to play. But then like, you know, you actually like meet those expectations to a point. Um, and obviously you want to build on it. But, uh, you know, I also got to do like kick returning and everything, which, you know, I, I hadn't really done my whole life because um, I played quarterback most of my life. So, you know, we had some injuries. And then again, like a- another opportunity, you know, people go down and, 
I'm like, all right, I want to catch kicks. Like, and then yeah. I go back there, you know, and then uh, I do a good job doing that. So hopefully, you know, I want to keep doing that. But, you know, just doing things you haven't done before. And I think that was pretty memorable, you know, trying out kind of, it's not kind of like a new position, you know, kick returning. So uh, I enjoy doing that too. And then scoring some touchdowns. Isn't, yeah. isn't too bad too. So I think he's, good, he's right? being a little modest. Yeah, I think he led our conference in like average kick return yards. So don't say that he was yeah. just doing it back there. But he did it, he did a really good job at that. So. Yeah, it was oh, fun for sure. And it was always fun to watch those games because it's like you know obviously being close friends. Like it's it's a proud moment for me. It's a proud moment for people back home watching you and stuff like that. So it's it's you know it's very re- rewarding in a way. And um, the personal question I wanted to ask you guys too, like looking at um, some guys who have been successful, like you mentioned, like Quiddy and. Xavier and people of like of um, of that caliber that one you get to play with and two are from Rhode Island. Um, mm-hmm. Throughout the season, obviously you guys look at film and um, you're looking at yourself and you're like, all right, how can I get? How can I fix that? How can I fix this? But is there anybody now that you've seen like their success and, and their path to where they're at now that that motivate you to kind of get to that spot, like or, or somebody that you try to model your game after in a way um, in that sense? Um, I'm gonna kind of take that question like differently, so. Like, when you get the scouting report, you know, sometimes you, you get, like, different names and you get the height and the weight. And, you know, anytime you see a Rhode Island guy, you kind of just, like, perk up because, you know, yeah. there's not too many of yeah. us. And, you know, you kind of got to, like, represent, like, oh, you got to kind of play it off to your team. It's like, this guy's good. Like, you got to watch out for this guy. So, you know, played against Anthony Witherstone, who Witherstone. you got on the podcast. Yep. Um, as soon as I saw him up, you know, and then you watch film and you hear the, the coaches talking about him. Um, and, you know, he was a captain of the team. Um, and he was, like, a very talented player. Um so just seeing like what he's done, you know, he had a very successful career at Merrimack, and it's you know same level, same conference, and everything. And then seeing him get you know tryouts with like professional teams, you know, you kind of look up to that because you're not that far off. You're really not that far off. You know, anything can happen. So hmm. say you know, kind of like the dream is like not that far away from yeah. you know you you see people doing it. You know, of course. So I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of yeah. the same thing for you. Yeah, I mean, I would say Rhode Island, like in, in itself, is like this such like close knit community when it comes to football. Like you know, pretty much everyone that's playing, where they're playing, and you've probably played them before. Like yeah. I was, I was talking to, the, I saw Justin Denson at the field the other day, and I, you know, I haven't seen him for a little while, but I, and I keep up with him on social media, ask how he's doing, ask about schools and stuff, and just everyone just knows everyone, and it just it's just a great connection with everyone, and definitely at Hendrickson happened all the time where we'd catch guys that they're playing at you know the next level and just it's super interesting and everyone just is it's a really good community in Rhode Island with when it comes to playing the next level and I'm sure a kid like like Justin too kind of looks up to you guys in a way because obviously he's he's still at the high school level but he's committed to Michigan State which is obviously a, a great program yeah, for football yeah, but yeah um you know he looks to you guys for like advice so it, it's uh it's great to be at the position that you're at to be able to teach those kids kind of like you know like a back to like the first question I was asking you guys uh do you guys work out with when you guys go to the field and practice like at, back at home do you guys work out with um just by yourself or do you usually see like you said you, you see people like Denson and, and other high school kids where you're kind of mentoring them in a way but then you're, you're getting your workout in as well yeah you kind of like I don't know you kind of catch up you know like how, like how did your season go kind of like what like how did like camp like what's that gonna look yep. like for you you know it's just like you kind of recap and then you like share different experiences from games so it's like super cool when you like go to the field and you see another college athlete um from Rhode Island you know that you've probably played against that are just playing you know, like different teams and everything you know it's pretty cool that you can have those conversations with people from Rhode Island and just gonna keep growing basically mm, yeah. I think so so kind of like wrapping everything up you know we talked about from the beginning of the first episode that we talked um a couple years ago and 
Um, now everything that you guys have been able to accomplish now potentially coming into your last year at the collegiate level, um, at the Division One level. So you guys have uh, still no eligibility for playoffs, right? You have to wait one more year. Yeah, but, but we, we can win the conference. They just changed now. the rule actually. We can win the conference, so that's that's our goal. That's you know? your goal, yeah. So outside of that, um, just individually and as a team, you know, just your expectations and um, what you want to achieve, like you know, like I said, individually and as a team. So, like, the goal is, like, to win the conference, you know. Like, yeah. that's, that's my goal. That's our team's goal, you know. Like, individual success, you know. Come second. Yeah, kind of come second. Like, I, I'd rather, like, have fun and, like, win than, like, any, like, accolade I could really get, like, individually. Like, I, I you know, winning the conference would just get in that ring. Like, that's, that's the goal. Deal. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. like, a newcomer to Division One, Like, it'd be, if we could go out there and win the conference, and it, it would be, that'd be Awesome, and it's yeah, been a few yeah. years since you guys have captured a title. So yeah, I mean, we're used to we're used to winning there. all these championships, so we gotta get back to yeah. That we're spot. Itching, itching for one. So anything like individually is it kind of just you want to you want to get this for a team and you want to get this to like have those memories to look back on. Yeah. You know, individually you want to like contribute. Like it feels good to like contribute to that success. So mm-hmm. you know, anything like anything that I could do like in a game, you know, it could be kick returning, running, special teams, like anything. Just if I feel like I did, you know, my part helping the team win a game or the conference like you know goal achieved at that point yeah i mean it's our senior year so i mean we got to make the most of it so uh, any way that you know i can contribute or play and and stuff it would be awesome to contribute in any way possible but yeah of course i want to play as much as possible as many snaps as possible and you know make plays and make make plays so that's that's the goal obviously but then to come with come down with a win would be great Right. Every game. Exactly, for sure. And and as far as preparation now in your last year, you know, camp's going to be starting up next week. Um, when this episode comes out, you guys will be, I think, either halfway through your first week or just about starting it. So kind of, again, like I said, anything different as far as preparation for your last year? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier going into camp like your senior year than it is yeah. going into your sophomore year. You learn how to do it. You just, you know, you become more efficient kind of like in your process and everything. Everyone's got their process of, how they like, I don't know, stretch, like hydrate, get ready, eat, you know, all the little things, you know. We can talk I, a whole episode about yeah, how we change yeah. the way we stretch and eat. And all yeah, that I mean, stuff. we've, you know, completely changed the way we, you know, prepare for football. You know, that's like the biggest, one of the biggest difference I've seen, mm. like going from high school to college, you know, how we prepared, like, you know, eating, um, stretching, like uh, watching film, like all those things, like, are like, we spend way more time on now than we did at the high school level because the separation of talent isn't as big as it was in, in high school. So, yeah. you know, if you want to, like, be better, you got to do all those little things to kind of uh, put yourself over the edge. So I'd say just kind of trusting my preparation that I've kind of done for two, three, four years now and just keep working hard, I guess. Yeah, like like we said, there's a ton of stuff that we wish we knew in, in high school that we know now, and that's definitely one of the things that we've learned throughout the college career is just the whole preparation process and what works well for us and what doesn't. Yeah. And when it comes down to, you know, eating and how we, how we work out and our different strategies yeah. to how we do that, it's definitely changed over our four years as we've been in college. And now we, we feel like we're, we're ready to go now. We feel like we've learned so much through these four years of college that, you know, this hopefully camp won't be as difficult and we're, we're in, like, the best shapes of our life. So hopefully we can go out there and do, do the best that we can, make plays. Yeah, when you come back home, are there any coaches that you guys work with as well that are – you know, obviously rooting you on and, and, and preparing you for that last year? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah, we have our trainer that we train with, you know, his footwork uh, trainer and everything. Kim, but yeah. Kevin Kim, Bridge, Kim Bridge yeah. Um, 
Yes, yeah, Jake sure. Picard talked a lot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah, had to say, we we, uh, we showed Jake him. Yeah, we yeah, put yeah, him on to him. So uh, you know, definitely yeah. you know, got to shout out the trainers. You we've been going to a new gym this summer at Next Level, so yeah, we really yeah, we enjoy that. Joe's been helping us out. Yeah, so yeah, Jake just, talked about him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's kind of like the he same actually showed people. us that. One, so. Yeah, he put us onto that. So kind of just you know taking all the training and you know obviously our Hendrickson coaches we're still pretty you know we keep in touch with. That's why we like did the talk and everything, but just kind of like going back and giving them updates on how we're doing and, you know, asking for advice because they've kind of been through it. And I mm-hmm. hope to do the same thing to kids that are younger. That's why we did the training and everything. So kind of full circle moment. Yes, yeah. for sure. And when I, when, I, when I saw you guys speak to Hendrick, and it kind of made me think of, of myself in a way because I was able to speak to their yeah, media group. it was basically the same exact so thing. it's like, you know, to see you guys and, like, to be able to look at myself and kind of reflect, like, Giving back is kind of like one of the best things you can you can do, and, yeah, and for those coaches to kind of give back to you, it's like almost like again, like we said it from the beginning, a full circle yeah. kind of thing. So um, again, just I, a couple of Johnson kids doing their thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you'll see us all on the map no matter where we're at. But that's right. Um, got to rep the hometown for sure. And just got to applaud the hard work that you guys always put in. Um, you know, wish you luck for your last season. Um, this is what the fourth or fifth time maybe you've been on Camp's Corner, but yeah, the second yeah. time talking second about time college. Official, yeah. official yeah. airs. So, we got some other episodes that maybe haven't, haven't been published, but yeah. we make some. We, we got a lot of stuff in the works, or that were in the works, but yeah. we'll definitely have some more content. Um, but now you're, I guess, second official time around. What would you think of Camp's Corner? <laughs> it's, it's the best. I mean, it's obviously evolved so much in two years, and it's one of the best podcasts that I've seen. He obviously does a great job getting people on. One of the most consistent people I've ever met in my whole entire life, and one of the most hardworking people. So he always finds a way to do it, and again, he's gonna do great things because it's it's obvious. I mean, if you can't tell from now, I don't know what you're looking at. Appreciate yeah, it. I mean, if you're if you're from Rhode Island, you gotta tune in. I mean, there's like everyone from Rhode Island that has you know done anything in sports. You basically had on yeah. at this point, or or at least know, attempted to get them on. Yeah, so. yeah, or you know had so many big names. It's just like you know every episode you're like. Like, who is this guy? Like, some guys I don't even know about that, like, were super successful. So, like, you know, it's super interesting, you know, all, like, the Rhode Island, you know, kind of, like, athletes you've done and, and then just we're running, we're running out of athletes now. We yeah, got we yeah. got to get some These more high school athletes. kids got to step up. Yeah, so they, they got to play better. Come on, you know. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, you know, how much this, is, you know, kind of evolved I, from the, the last time we were on to now, you know, so many more guests and, you know, obviously you're doing your thing, you know, you're improving and everything, and applaud you because without yeah. you, I mean, <laughs> I can't this isn't anything. Yeah, there's no there's no corner without Cam. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, yeah, that wraps up everything, guys. I appreciate you guys for showing all the love that you guys do on every episode. You guys go crazy. I mean, social media has been improving every day, and um, just blessed at the end of the day to be able to have a fan base like you guys. So, um, just so yeah, so stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming. Um, this is just the beginning of of. Uh, you know, more stuff to come. So uh, keep subscribing, like, comment, subscribe. Any ideas you guys have, any athletes that want to come on um, and share their journeys, like hit me up on all social media at Cam's One Corner on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Cam's Corner on YouTube, so it's easy to reach. Um, but, again, at www.camscorner.org if you want to check out the website and everything like that. So go run Cam's Corner up, and sure. we'll see you guys in the next like episode. Like and subscribe, baby.